0: Hello and welcome to the Business Standard Morning Show. I'm Swapnil Joglekar. It's the 6th of February, 2024 and here are the questions we'll be answering today. What does RBI's move on Paytm mean for you? Can hero ace the EV two-wheeler segment? What should be your investment strategy post-budget? And who are Lakpati Dede's? Come March, and most Paytm sound boxes might fall silent. It is a void which will be difficult to fill. But the RBI has given a decent window, and merchants are slowly porting their accounts to rivals like Phone Pay and Google Pay. While Paytm is trying hard to put its house in order, its wallet and fast tax services will come to a halt after February 29. So what does it mean for you? Abhijit Kumar finds out.
1: Fintech's poster boy Paytm is in the dock. Banking regulator RBI has charged it with violating several norms, including those around Know Your Customer or KYC, which is the core of modern banking and helps regulators keep an eye on flow of money. While experts are still trying to read the fine print, RBI's timing of action suggested something serious underneath. It acted against Paytm Payments Bank on 31st of January, just a day before presentation of interim budget. So as Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman was reading out the financial statement, key benchmark indices were in the red. The central bank usually takes such action on weekends. Paytm stock, meanwhile, continues to bleed. It has crashed close to 40% since the crackdown. The RBI has come close to two years after it had barred Paytm Payments Bank Limited from onboarding new customers. That was 11th of March 2022. And now the RBI has said that no further deposits or credit transactions or top-ups shall be allowed in any customer accounts, prepaid instruments, wallets, fast tags, national common mobility cards, etc. of Paytm Payments Bank after February 29, 2024. The reason it has cited was persistent non-compliances and continued material supervisory concerns in the Paytm Payments Bank. But what will happen to your Paytm wallet and FastTag? Your Paytm app's wallet comes under Paytm Payments Bank, so beginning March 1, 2024, you will not be able to add money to it. You can just use or transfer the existing money which you have already added to it on or before February 29, 2024. But you will still be able to use UPI on PayTM. According to RBI, PayTM wallet users carried out 247.2 million transactions worth over 8,000 crore rupees for purchase of goods and services, while 20.7 million transactions were done for transferring over 5,900 crore rupees. Just like your PayTM wallet, you can use the money added on or before February 29, 2024. But starting March 1st, you will not be able to recharge your Paytm FastTag account. Paytm has a 17% market share in FastTag by volume after IDFC First Bank and ICICI Bank. In terms of volume, it has almost 58 million users. Soon after the RBI crackdown, the Confederation of All India Traders, Kate, issued a notice to traders advising them to transition from using Paytm to alternative payment methods for their business transactions. Merchants will no longer be able to receive payments through Paytm, affecting their ability to conduct smooth business operations. Experts believe that this move will effectively force account holders to liquidate their balance and shut accounts. Also, merchants will be forced to move out of Paytm and opt for other players for transactions. Phone Pay and Google Pay have started porting accounts free of cost.
0: Since the nodal account uh, uh, is, is sort of you know uh, will stop operating and uh, uh, for any, say, mom and shop, uh, you know, sort of, or a restaurant guy, they all used to use the the, the QR code of mobile. And once the funds were transferred through the, the app, it, it used to go to, to the Nodal account, to the Paytm bank account of the particular, uh, you know, merchant uh, or a small business owner, et cetera. And from there, it, it would go probably to another bank account, et cetera, you know, uh, wherever, whichever bank, uh, uh, you know, maintained that for that particular merchant. So now, once that stops, there will be an an issue of uh, those millions of uh, merchants being able to receive uh, the funds itself.
1: Before the Paytm crisis unfolded, the dominant players, Walmart's PhonePay and Google Pay, held an average monthly control of 80 to 85% of UPI volumes, according to NPCI data from December 2023, PhonePay commanded a 46% share in UPI volumes, with Google Pay following closely at 36% and Paytm Payments Bank at 13%. So what are the alternatives?
2: Let's not forget that Paytm Bank, like any other payments bank, you know, is only one of those vehicles where retail customers can come in and create a wallet account and then they can make payments out of that. So they will move their wallet to the other environments, similar environments which have once again, regulated by, the, by the, the RBI, between retail customers and institutional customers, even when they are small size or big size, or, you know, normally these sort of institutional customers will normally have a bank account and they will normally, because they have credit limits and others from regular bank account, which they cannot really enjoy at a Payments Bank, at Paytm Bank. So therefore, they will sort of move out of Paytm creating wallets and they take it to their respective banks, basically.
1: Clearly, handling migration of such a large user base is a concern. Only big banks like SBI, HDFC, or ICICI can handle this rush. Paytm will now be just a service provider like PhonePay. It should put its house in order as RBI has not given any date for resumption of services and at the same time, it has not suspended its banking license either.
0: The market value of Paytm has crashed by over 20,500 crore rupees in three straight market sessions and its circuit filter has been reduced to 10% to stop the bleeding. On its part, Paytm has denied any wrongdoing. Moving on, the world's largest two-wheeler manufacturer Hero MotoCorp is planning to increase its pace in the electric vehicle market. It is rolling out three new two-wheeler EV models. Clearly, the company is eyeing a bigger pie in India's growing EV two-wheeler segment. But what are the challenges? Shivam Tyagi has the answer.
3: The biggest two-wheeler seller in India, Hero Motor Corp, is set to expand its presence in the electric vehicle or EV market in 2024. It plans to introduce three electric scooters in the mid, affordable, and business to business or B2B segments, as revealed by its CEO Niranjan Gupta recently. The current lineup includes only one electric scooter, Vida, launched in October 2022. Vida is currently available at 150 stores across 100 cities in India. The company is planning to make it more accessible by launching a mid priced version and an economically priced version in the next 12 months. HS Bhatia of Kelvon Electronics and Appliances and the manufacturing partner for automaker Daiwo believes the tremendous growth potential in the EV two-wheeler segment is making new players join the race.
2: The race has just begun. And uh, from less than a million vehicles in uh, 23, we're talking of two wheelers now, Uh, from less than a million vehicles in 23, which is the current year, uh, the last year, uh, we are looking at something like uh, 1.2, uh, 10 million or 12 million uh, by 2030. So, which means that if the total share of EV two-wheelers in the entire two-wheeler industry was uh, 1% in uh, 2022, became 4% in 2023, is we are now talking of 50% by 2030. So, it is the organic growth of the market which is driving all the players, whether new or old, into this industry and take it as a very, very serious, uh, uh, you know, business. Uh, Having said that, there are challenges, of course, you know, like uh, uh, charging uh, capability or capacity is one big challenge uh, where the EV uh, two-wheelers are worried uh, if I was to take my vehicle and if I run out of charge, where will it go to? And uh, so many other things, uh, including the safety, which is also very critical because off late, uh, a few batteries or uh, vehicles have exploded, you know. Uh, so uh, these are the big challenges, but government is addressing them with a lot of compliances and other uh, safety measures. And I'm sure the private players are also into it.
3: Hero MotoCorp's profits soared in the second quarter of FY24 with the 47% year-on-year rise to rupees 1,054 crore. While revenues grew, to Rs 9,445 crore, registering a growth of 4.1% year-on-year. In 2023, the company announced an investment of around Rs 1,500 crore in capex, and a majority of this will be on electric vehicles. Hero's push into two-wheeler electric vehicles comes at a time when the sector is witnessing record sales. Electric two-wheeler registrations in India increased by 36% in calendar year 2023. More than 8,50,000 electric two-wheelers were registered in 2023, compared to over 6,30,000 in 2022. Out of the total registrations of two-wheelers in India, EVs accounted for 5.2% in calendar year 2023. According to market research firm BNS Intelligence, The size of the Indian electric scooter and motorcycle market stood at $893 million in 2022 and is estimated to grow at a compound annual growth rate of 27.3% to reach $6.1 billion by 2030. Presently, Ola Electric commands a majority market share of 33% in the two-wheeler EV segment Followed by TVS with 20%, according to the data provided by the Society of Indian Automobile Manufacturers. Hero Motor Corp., however, sold only a little over 14,000 units of Vida during the April December period of FY24. It was 4.5% of its total scooter sales during the period. In a competitive market where the first movers have already grabbed the majority of the market, How will Hero make inroads to gain market share?
2: So if you look at the philosophy, right, Hero has always had a customer-focused philosophy and they have looked at always reducing the cost of ownership for their vehicles to the customer and providing good touch points of customer care. So if you look at these three aspects and if they were replicated in the electric vehicle strategy, give total low cost of total ownership of the vehicle with good customer service and bring you know uh, the cost of daily usage to the consumer lower than what the others are able to do, then they would actually succeed in their effort to penetrate the market.
3: Hero is aggressively exploring strategic collaborations to expand in the EV segment in 2023. It partnered with Ather Energy for a network in 100 cities with 1,900 fast charging points. It also joined forces with zero motorcycles to manufacture and sell electric vehicles in India. Hero announced its entry into the European market, introducing the Vida electric two-wheeler in Spain, France and the UK. Bhatia of Kelvon Electronics shares how Hero is placed to ace the EV segment in India.
2: See, it is, it is not a 100-meter dash that you have to have a great start. It is a marathon in which you need a lot of stamina and, uh, you know, uh, you, you need uh, strength. Hero has that strength. Hero has many strengths, actually. They have, uh, you see, uh, it's a big number game. And uh, they have the trust of the consumer uh, because of their heritage and because of the brand strength. So they have they enjoy the trust. They have million, millions of millions of vehicles on the road. They have the network, whether it is a dealer network or the service network. And they have budgets. Whether it is to spend on uh, marketing, to create a brand, to put on R&D, to create uh, new technologies. So they have the trust, they have the network, they have the strength, uh, the budget strength. And therefore, Hero has a natural advantage in this industry. Uh, others have market taken market lead because they started early. A hero has now started, or they are taking it very seriously. Their last year average is about 1,500, it's less than 2,000 a month. But they have the strength to probably come back into the race and maybe overtake also.
3: According to a report by Red sea Strategy Consultants, the electric two-wheeler sales volume in India is expected to reach 22 million by 2030. This will represent around 80% of the overall two-wheeler market, the report says. Industry insiders believe that it's early to determine who will dominate the market as the space currently remains heavily underpenetrated. Hero Motor Corp's large distribution network, partnership with industry peers, inclination to offer affordable variants, and aim to expand in the international market certainly bodes well for it to ace the market going forward.
0: The government too is doing its bit to boost EV infrastructure in the country. The FI25 interim budget has placed a special focus on supporting EV manufacturing and charging infrastructure. The budget has also given a fresh momentum to the markets. The NSC Nifty 50 scaled a fresh high just a day after the interim budget. Experts believe that the government's stance towards fiscal prudence even in an election year was commendable. Given the positive domestic cues in the backdrop of an uncertain geopolitical situation, what should be your investment strategy? Rex Kano and Nikita Vashisht explain.
4: Equity markets hit record highs a day after the interim budget for FY25 was announced. The NSE Nifty 50 hit a new peak at 22127 in intraday deals while the Sensex 2 came within striking distance of a new summit. In the broader market, shares of government-owned companies witnessed frenzied buying after the finance minister proposed to invest up to 1.2 trillion 1.2 trillion in oil and gas exploration and related infrastructure in FY25. Among sectoral and thematic indices, the nifty CPSE index was the top gainer, up nearly 6.6% post-budget. Nifty Oil & Gas, PSU banks, and energy indices advanced around 5% each. In comparison, the NSE Nifty 50 was up nearly 0.2%. On 5th February, however, the markets ended lower after rising uncertainty over the geopolitical front and concerns over delayed rate cut by the US Fed soars the sentiment. Against this backdrop, analysts expect the positive momentum to continue, albeit intermittent corrections. There was not a lot of big announcements that came up, but still the focus on the infrastructure segment as well as a lot of benefits for the banking segment came out from from this particular budget. So we are actually positive about the rally continuing. In terms of the post-budget strategy, I would say focusing on the banking segment because of the lower yields that are going to come up, focusing on the infrastructure, logistics, railways, as a segments, which continue to get a lot of benefits from the government and obviously focusing a lot on the green investing space. Technically, analysts recommend to keep an eye on the Nifty's present trading range with 21,650 as the anticipated
0: lower end. Currently, it's a range bound scenario between 22,150 and 21,650 range. If it goes beyond 20, uh, 22,150, then the next resistance on uh, on charts would be around 22,350 and uh, 22,500. Whereas on the lower side, if it breaks 21,600 or 650 zone, then clearly we have a support at around 21,100, 20,800 and 20,600 on charts. Apart from global trends, the
4: focus will be on rate sensitive shares as a three-day monetary policy committee meeting starts today. Among individual stocks, BLSE Services will make its debut on the bosses. Whereas Britannia, Godrich Properties, GSFC, Naika, and TTML are few prominent companies scheduled to announce December quarter results on Tuesday.
0: He's making plans for an early retirement. Standard. The interim budget has also offered a roadmap for empowerment of rural women. The number of Lakpati didis will now be increased to 30 million. But who are they? What is this scheme all about? Kasturi Akhil explains.
5: In the 2024-25 budget, Union Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman announced that the government will train 30 million women, up from last year's 20 million, under the Lakpati Didi scheme. The aim is to provide skill development training to women in villages to make them self-reliant and prosperous. Lakpati is a Hindi term for someone who owns 1 lakh rupees. This scheme was first announced by Prime Minister Narendra Modi during his Independence Day speech last year. Under this scheme, women self-help groups or SHGs are taught skills like making LED bulbs, plumbing and drone repairing, among others. As part of the scheme, about 15,000 women self-help groups will learn how to operate and repair drones, which will be further used in agricultural activities, enabling precision farming, crop monitoring and pest control. The scheme will also encourage women to join self-help groups like Anganwadi Didi, Bankwali Didi and Medicinewali Didi and train them the necessary skills to become financially independent and earn a sustainable income of at least 1 lakh rupees per annum per household. Since the announcement was made in 2023, the Lakpati Didi scheme has been rolled out in several states and according to media reports, the mission has already covered 742 districts across all states and UTs except Delhi and Chandigarh. In the interim budget speech, Sita Raman said that about 90 million women have been mobilised into 83 lakh SHGs that she claimed are transforming the rural socio-economic landscape and have already assisted nearly 1 crore women to become Lakpati Didis. Media reports suggest that since FY14, nearly 7 trillion rupees worth of bank credit has been availed by the self-help groups.
0: I will achieve. I will fly high. I am I in SBI. I'm backed by the nation's trusted bank, SBI, I-MBI. the banker to every Indian. And just like Bangladesh, the NPAs and loans given to rural women in India is considerably low. It is just 1.9 percent here. Well, that's all for today. For more news, views, and insights, please log into business-standard.com. Thank you for watching.
5: For more news, views, and updates, subscribe to Business Standard on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Also, follow us on YouTube, Vimeo, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn.